which franchises people invest in today. The inside scoop, we're not gonna make any earnings claim. The inside scoop, gonna help you avoid franchises that are lame. Hi everyone, I'm Jack. And I'm Jill. And we're the Franchise Insiders bringing you another uh, Inside Scoop podcast from rainy, stormy, windy, thundery, lightning-ish-y <laughs> Florida. Yeah, it's, uh, we're experiencing some weather here. So if you hear a big boom in the background, it's uh, just some thunder. Don't worry about right, it. Right. That's we're not good. like technical difficulties or anything like that. That is Mother Nature doing her thing. Um, Jill, I'm pumped because you know I'm like a massive Mexican food fan. Yeah. And it is Tuesday, so... It's not Tuesday. Well, we were going to release this podcast on Tuesday. See, I was trying to, like, make it cool <laughs> for the audience, and you totally blew my cover. Okay, it's... For all purposes, it's Tuesday, Yeah, it's right? Tuesday. Yeah, listen, you know, like, when you went to the Tonight Show or something like that, okay. they pre-recorded that stuff, so you it, thought it was, like, 11 o'clock at night. Well, the really, reason why is last week we did have Monday off, which meant that I was all confused last week and I thought Tuesday was Monday. So that's where my head is. Right. Well, I don't know what day You're giving the anymore. folks a little insight into our uh, professional <laughs> operation here. But you know what, Jill? Capital Tacos. Tacos done right. A taco franchise. Yeah. Seriously, like we have eat, we eat, sleep, and breathe franchising every day of our life. And this might be the happiest day of my life that finally we have a taco franchise. Yeah. It's, you don't see it that often. And I mean, honestly, everyone loves, well, most everyone loves tacos. I mean, if you don't love tacos. <laughs> but we saw like, honestly, when Chipotle came into play, everyone started eating Mexican food. It was beyond the Taco Bells, you know, and you can do it in a way that's um, you know, healthier. Um, you don't have to look at it like fast food and capital tacos. That's what they do. They have scratch made, um, tacos. It's like a Tex-Mex type of deal. Um, the menu chef created made from scratch, it's homemade recipes, everything's grilled and then they make it to order. So it's not just like something that's sitting on like the yeah, I mean, conveyor look at, belt. Look at this beautiful, look at the product. Yeah. I mean, they have like hand cut chips, those chips look really good. You know what, you guys, you can tell. Look, a those good are like street tacos. Like Mexican. That's, yeah, that's not like. Uh, you no, know, if the chips bell. are good, the place is good. Sure. With well, the salsa too. And the salsa. Anyway, it's um, they're they're great. They're kind of like a SoCal Tex-Mex fusion, right. um, is what they say. And they, um, you know, they're all the ingredients are healthy. Anyway, it's it's a great it's a it's a great Mexican food yeah, franchise. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, so no, I mean, listen guys, Mexican food, if you're like us, so we live in South Florida where Mexican food, really, we have like one option. Someone brings capital tacos here to like Boca Raton, Palm Beach, they're going to hit a serious home run. Um, and so why capital tacos, low barrier of entry in a booming industry? Um, because they focus on what guests care about. They leave out the costly additions. Capital tacos has a considerably low initial investment. I mean, they say 210 to to build the business to profitability on the low side that's pretty good for yeah quick and service. they give you a couple options so you could have a brick and mortar location you can do a trailer that kind of stays in one place or you can have an event trailer so you have multiple revenue streams to get your tacos to everyone yeah i mean i think that's i mean and also their 2022 ftd shows a 1.2 million dollar average 
per location with a gross profit of 940,000. Now folks, that doesn't mean that you're netting 940,000. What it means is you're likely netting around 120 to 240, but you likely have a uh, EBITDA of say 400,000, which if you, you know, owned three capital tacos, um, and each one of them had an EBITDA number of four to 500,000, well, you could probably sell each of those for, uh, I'd say at least three times that EBITDA. So we're talking about a million two per franchise that you built for 221. Franchise fee is 49 grand, royalties are 6%. We save you 10 grand on capital tacos. I think this is, I think this is a, uh, definitely a, mm-hmm. a franchise everyone needs to know about. Um, and here's up next, Jill, another franchise, by the way, Capital Tacos absentee ownership is a no go and it's definitely not home based. Um, but listen, I think you can build any franchise to be absentee, hire a rock solid GM, pay him a good wage and you're good to go. Uh, okay. Next up rolling suds, the power washing professionals, Jill, another brand new franchise, but with a caveat. This franchise is from our old buddy, um, uh, Aaron, who was the franchise main franchise guy at Patch Boys. And do you guys remember two years ago, every single week we told you somebody bought a Patch Boys franchise? Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron's back with this franchise and he says it's even better. He says this franchise has an insane item 19. Jill, tell us about Rolling Suds. Okay, Rolling Suds. So they are the premier franchise in power washing. Um, and that's really what they do. They were founded 30 years ago. They've helped 100,000 residential and commercial customers. Um, and they are just known for hiring good people, using the best equipment, and providing the best experience in the industry. So they claim that, you know, there's a lot of power washers out there. We know that. But there's no national leader in power washing. So it, it just doesn't exist right now. And there's franchises that offer power washing, but they have a ton of other services as well. But these guys focus on just power washing and doing it better than anyone else. Um, they figured out a method of cleaning that they call the professional wash method, and it allows them to go twice as fast with more efficiency. So, I mean, hey, they figured it out. They cracked the code on power washing. <laughs> so. I mean, listen, as people that spend 500 bucks on power washing four times a year, I get it. It's a niche business, no national leader, executive model. They don't want you to, to, to work in the truck. They want you to own the business. Um, they want you to build a big business, and they're going to teach you how. One truck averages over $373,000 a year with a 30 to 40% profit margin, and this insane item 19 shows $2.2 million in revenue. So for a franchise that has a 39.9 franchise fee, 8% royalties, total investment as low as 137,000. Um, I think it's a franchise everybody needs to check out. Um, so rolling suds, we can save you two grand on rolling suds franchising. Jill up next, college hunks hauling junk, calling college hunks moving. This is like a multi-service franchise dynamo that the top owner is doing like 7 million bucks a year. Why? Because junk removal and moving are just big businesses. So they focus on both throw away stuff or donate stuff you don't want, which is junk removal, which I actually am filling up a bag right now. And then moving, we all move multiple times. We move a lot. Some people stay in their house for a long time, but if you stay in your house a long time, you've got a lot of junk. So either way, you're going to use this company. Um, they, they also sell, this is interesting. They sell labor as a third revenue source. 
An example of that is, let's say you're getting new flooring. Well, they'll come in and kind of move your items from one end of the house to the other as the floor is being done. So they're there to just do labor types of jobs, which I can't even tell you. There's so many times we've needed someone to move the couch or take something from upstairs to downstairs. Um, And then they also have move supplies. So they literally cover this whole like moving junk industry. And I mean, they, they just have it down at this. It's just things that everyone needs. They have a fun brand um, that has really good brand recognition. They've been like all over TV and print. So it's something that people kind of trust and and notice. I mean, the the name is catchy. (laughs) I mean, everyone knows about it. And there's been a million people that have tried to copy it. I mean, again, this is the rule in, in business ownership, guys. Businesses like this where the low total investment is 250 grand that can be built into their average, their average location is doing a million three per year. Um, so again, you know, for those of you out there that are stuck in a corporate job, not making what you want, imagine if you owned a business that was grossing a million three, that was netting you near 300,000 a year. But let's say that business was also worth over a million dollars that you could sell in five Mm -hmm. years and make that, make that million dollars that you need for your nest egg or to build generational wealth. These are the businesses, um, the businesses like this that are low cost, high ceiling. When some, someone out there is doing 7 million a year. That shows you what's possible. And Amazon's not coming for this business right now. It's low cost, ridiculous growth potential. They have a national call center too, which books and schedules the jobs, which you guys, that's huge. And they do it seven days a week. So it's not, they don't sleep. And we can save you 10 grand on this franchise. So college hunks, calling junk, college hunks moving. You guys know the drill. Text us 305-710-0050 to inquire about any of these franchises. But wait, we've got one more on the list for you this week. Um, and by the way, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter because twice a week, we're going to show you all the franchises we help people invest in. Franchiseinsiders.com, uh, go to the, the subscribe page and we will send you emails with all kinds of great franchises. But next, Jill, Best Choice Roofing or BCR. When you work with them, you chose the best. Why? <laughs> so Best Choice Roofing, um, they pr- they pride themselves in a customer first approach. So They want to make sure that the homeowners um, are happy and they're getting high quality products and services. Their main focus is actually to assist communities that have sustained weather related damages, even if the customer isn't aware of it. Um, So that's really interesting. So they do a thorough inspection. They consult with the homeowner and they help them kind of decide what they need to do to protect their home. But it also includes them explaining damage to the insurance company, um, which then helps obviously the insurance company you know, repair, replace and justify the cost and all of that. So they kind of do that dirty work for you, which is really nice. They're a local community oriented roofing company. They work with long-term leases. They hire local employees and roofing crews. I mean, they're really committed to their service, but also to the customer um, and making sure that they're employees are around even after the job is done. So they're going, they say they'll be there even after the storm is gone. Well, they've just it. got lots of taglines. Give it to give it up to BCR for really, uh, really, really uh, having the the um, noteworthy taglines yeah. that kind of suck you in. Okay, so aside from the awesome taglines, why else would we invest in a, a best choice roofing? Well, they're a reputable top performer in an industry full of storm chasers. Like Jill said, they're not storm chasers. They are all about helping people in the community. They are the highest producing roofing franchise in the U.S., according to them. Um, and they are in a need-based $52 billion industry that never slows down. 
Um, they drive revenue through insurance. This is a scalable business model focused on sales at minimal cost to the customer, low overhead, subcontracted roofing crews. So, you know, again, roofing, where I think the average job, yeah, they say it here. Um, when you talk to, to BCR, and we'd be happy to introduce you to them, they can show you a complete P&L, no misleading figures, a $3.8 million average gross revenue uh, across their system with a high average ticket of $12,000 per job with healthy margins. Um, this is the nation's top franchise sales organization driving growth for them. But so what they're doing is they're actually working with franchise fast lane to help them, um, find franchisees and help franchisees get onboarded in the right way. So really it's, it's a great combination. It's a great franchise. They've got 40 plus locations in 15 States. They did 115 million last year in revenue. Um, and this is a recession, virus proof, mother nature never takes a break. Storms will always happen as we know, we just did here. Um, so this is a great business, 3.8 million dollar average gross revenue for BCR. Average ticket is 12 grand, proven sales program, booming industry, recession proof, low investment, chill, all the great stuff. All the great stuff. $49,000 franchise fee, 6% royalties, low investment of $72,000 to build your business. That means you pay your $49,000 franchise fee. You need about another 20 grand in working capital and off you go. Um, this does have an absentee model. So, I mean, text us now. This is a franchise everyone needs to consider while it's available, but it's not going to be available long. I saw someone just bought like 10 of these things wow. last week. Yeah. So text us 305-710-0050 and for this week. That's it. But again, subscribe to our newsletter, franchiseinsiders.com forward slash subscribe and you twice a week will see all the franchises that Jill and I help people invest in. Um, but for this week, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you guys soon. I'm Jack. And I'm Jill. And we're the Franchise Insiders. Talk to you again soon. The Jack and Jill gonna help you choose the right money making franchise today.